is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. They were teasing this movie in a way that made it seem like a heist. Providing insight. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. Commentary. He shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a pickup. And conjecture. He has found himself in a world turned upside down. Gutterball. All right, we're connected. It's FaceTime to the rescue. <laughs> Skype. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Three years into this endeavor, <laughs> and we are <laughs> so terrible. Why are we so horrible? It's not us. It's this. No, it's us, Brad. You can't make excuses. It's us. Skype, uh, it worked well for a time. You know what's nice? Because we switched to FaceTime right now. I can. You can't see my face because I put my quesadilla in front of the camera. I can see your face so I can tell your body language. Mm-hmm. And your little like uh, inflections on your eyebrows and your face, your yeah. faces. Mm-hmm. You were lying just then. You know it's not good. We are in a bad situation right now. This is horrible. This is bad. We are uh, we're ten minutes into our recording, and we just now started this episode. What was happening the previous eight and a half minutes? Well, we were both talking, and neither of us could actually uh, hear one another. No, I heard you the whole time. Robot mm. twinge. No, negative. I heard you the whole time. You were just there, like, well, I guess you can't hear me. Blah blah blah. It's like I hear you. Shut up. Can we do this? <laughs> I could hear everything you were saying. How can and you, you be so sure, though? Maybe I was even you, talking when I was being quiet. You have weird circular white items on your ears. Yes. Those are my studio headphones. Why? Do you have to hold it there with your hand? <laughs> well, look. Here, it does this. <laughs> <Up Here>. top. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. I'm going to take a bite of my quesadilla. But I'm going to put it here on the back. Oh, best no. episode ever. I love it. I love it. You know what's in this quesadilla? <laughs> two hot dogs. <laughs> that's beautiful. It's a two dog quesadilla. Go make yourself a dang quesadilla. <laughs> We'll have chimney changas for lunch every Friday. <laughs> the shame of it is, I actually have things to talk about, but I can't do it. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, I think. I know, I know it's so much. I can't do it. Um, so do you have uh, so much to talk about Lebowski? Or is it just uh, so much? Oh, a little of in, both, man. In general. little of both. <sighs> little of both. And I, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't like seeing your little face down there. So maybe I'm going to, so I'm going to take the quesadilla away. 
and then put you. I'm going to put you face down. I'm sorry. I feel bad about that, but I'm no. That's put that's you good. Face down. That's good. Then I don't have to be so right. self conscious either. No, that you can see. I can't me. see you now. I'm going to put you over there. So that's that's actually way better. I don't know about you, but this audio is ten times better than anything I've ever heard on Skype. Okay. I was just literally just waiting around until you could hear me. I was just talking to you, and you weren't acknowledging my words. And I was, I, I was a little butt hurt. I guess that was just because I had nothing to say, though. Well, that's why I was butt. You're smarter than me, and it made me feel bad about myself. Butt hurt. Would that be the anus hammer? The dude has an anus hammer in this minute. I noticed. I noticed you take a note of that. You noticed that too. Yeah. Did you notice that besides my note of it? Or did you notice it because of my note of it? Well, anus hammer, although I never thought to really put it that way. I did. Yeah, that's how you put it. Though. That's a that's a very uh, poetic way to look at it. And it's kind of <laughs> changed that hammer for me. Just knowing that that description. I don't know if it's poetic or not, but like, you know, it w- Don't sell yourself short. It's poetry. Anus Hammer I'm- by. <laughs> but I'm trying to eat my hot dog cadilla. <laughs> Your tiny uh- hot dog sandwich. I'm really eating this right now, though. I really want to eat this. Well, go for it. You need sustenance. I do. I think it's going to be a nice, a nice little uh, turbo boost for the episode here. Perfect. Turbo boost. Kick it in turbo. Yes. So this is the second meeting, second minute of this dream sequence now. We're going to be here for a while. Well, that's why I needed sustenance in my little hot dog quesadilla turbo boost. Because, God damn it, son. How do you even approach this minute? How do you even do it? Uh, fuck. Very carefully, I suppose. You've been on record as saying, like, you don't like these dream sequences. They're like the stranger is the most confounding thing to you, but the thing that takes you out of this movie the most are these dream sequences. What are there? Two, three, maybe? That's what I was going to say. How many are there? Because there's where he's on the magic carpet. I think there's three, right? Maybe not. Um, He's on the magic carpet, yeah. And then there's this Busby Berkeley. I don't want to get into too much too quick. Right. But, but yeah, that's the one we're watching now. That's the one we're in. Yeah. Um, there was the uh, the man and me thing where uh, Maud's thugs punched him in the face and then he's on the magic carpet like, right. chasing Maud. Right. That's the same magic carpet one that was aforementioned. I guess there's two. There's only two, yeah. right? Yeah, I'll tell you what. This dream sequence, I love. I may uh, have not thought hmm. that back when we were at the magic carpet sequence. Because the magic carpet one, I'm not a huge fan of. 
But this dream sequence is just so iconic. And I guess some, after watching it again and again, maybe it's just I've appreciated it even more. I'm pretty much in love with it right now. So I'll rescind if I ever said anything negative about this dream sequence. I rescind it completely. I can't be. I I can't be fully assured that you said that, but I thought that you did. I thought that like the stranger and the dream sequences. I thought they lived in a similar world where like this movie is fine and it's awesome enough on its own. You don't need to like. It's kind of like they were trying too hard with these things. And, but I am agreeing with you, like, watching this now over and over again for this, it's like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. Right. And again, the amount of effort that we'll have to go into just doing this one sequence. Jesus. Um... So do do we want to play the minute now? I guess. I I sure. Let's do it. I mean, all it really I, is is music. I guess, but let's do it. Right, go for it. Go. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. I tore my mind on a jagged sky. I just dropped in. hysterically all right so come on back you bring it back all right oh my god did you know that was kenny rogers <sighs> let me tell you something about that song may i please you may- now <clears throat> you bradley yes Adam, or Seth, as the case may be. It was Jesse. It was Jesse, not Jesse. Seth. There were two in in Faith Christian School growing up. Okay. Jesse and Seth, they were brothers, and I actually wasn't going to be Seth. I was going to be Jesse, but th- I, like, those, I... I so you got those up. wrong. Yeah, they were they were two brothers, um, Jesse was a year younger than me and Seth was a year younger than my brother and they were brothers and I thought it was Seth, but I was actually going to be named Jesse. That's a um, whole different ballpark right there. It is. It is. If and you feel- were Jesse, <clears throat> that's pretty hardcore. Seth is not. Seth is Cosmos as Adam. Is it? 
it's is different. It? You but think it's, it's in not the same a completely cosmology? different species the way Jesse is. I mean, all three of them are biblical, so like, please explain. I mean, I kind of know what you're saying, maybe, but like, please elaborate. It's just what it makes. So I don't know. Jesse makes me feel like, um, Uncle Jesse from Full House or Uncle Jesse <laughs> from the Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard, really? Full House is the first place you go. Come on now, really? So, so, but so, both shows had Uncle Jesse. Is that correct? You're really. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're right. But you're not wrong. You're just Jesse. an. You're just an asshole, man. Just now you're just a fucking asshole. You're not wrong. Oh my God, Brad! Stop it, Uncle Bradley. Like, am I the last? Is this cosmic connection? <laughs> And then no. you'd be the third Uncle Jesse. Oh my god. Oh, it's the worst. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Seriously, why are we doing this? Okay, so Jesse, what were where were we here? Kenny Rogers. <sighs> You're gonna tell me about Kenny Rogers' song here. Jesse Rogers. Well, as you know, I, how am I supposed to continue? I like classic rock. I always have. I'm a classic rock person. I don't even know. So that what means kind you of... like Nirvana? No. Oh, like from 10 years ago, once it achieved classic rock status. Right. So you then like Nirvana like now? Now I do. Yes. Gotcha. Now I do. All right. right. It's got to be classic rock. I was always classic rock guy. Even a foreigner, you know, you foreigner to, four. That's, that's good shit. Right? This is the question of what you you just want to wait, let time sort it out for you. You don't want to have to think about oh, what music is good, what's bad. You don't want to worry about that. You're like, I'll just wait ten to fifteen years and see what people are still listening to. Listen, you're that's a fucking asshole. Like the filter, right? You're you're a fucking asshole. Just can you shut up and let me tell you a story? All right. Just lay it on me. Just shut up. Jesse. Here we go. Ah, Jesse. Fucking Jesse. All this time I thought I was a Seth. Oh, you really know how to put the screws to me. Jesse, the body Ventura. Oh, my God. He was a governor. He was a fucking governor and in Predator, Brad. He was both of those things. So was, he was an Schwarzenegger. Actor. <laughs> Predator is the uh, the feeding pool for governors. How can my story compare now? I I was like all geared up to tell you a little story, and now like what? What? It's Arnold and Jesse, and they're both in Predator, both governors. What am I supposed to say? You know what? Fuck this. Let's talk about the Big Lebowski. Fuck it. Well, none we, of my stories are any about good. it. Yeah, but I was, like, going to do it in the context of, like, a little story I was going to tell, but now they all suck because of that. Thanks. Then you had... So did we uh, ever mention that that song was done by Kenny Rogers? I mean, it's kind of obvious, right, at this point? I guess we have to talk about it because you have to. Like, no self-respecting... Lebowski podcast would ignore that. 
I guess. We covered it pretty in depth in about seven other episodes, I think. But but that's well, just this okay. Is the place here it is. It's Kenny Rogers. What condition? My condition. I don't even know the name of the song. I'm gonna, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know the name of the song. I don't know it. It's what I don't, I don't care. I didn't know that song. I never heard that song. I wasn't aware of that song until I saw this movie. And even then, I wasn't aware of the song. It was only later on that the bus, the central radio station, played it one time. I was like, holy shit, that's that song that the dude was dancing around to. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's Kenny Rogers? That's embarrassing to me because... I listened to only classic rock. Like you said, 15 to 20 out of touch with actual music, cutting edge music. And I had never heard that. Because it's a very like Peter Frampton, like animals, uh, humble pie sort of shit like right in there just like nestling in there real good just like cream all that shit instead no it's where does kenny rogers get off making this song it's like uh, to go country realize that's where the money was perhaps it was it was before he decided to like you know, vibrate the uh, middle-aged females' vaginas a little bit. He was like, no, I'm going to be hard. I'm going to... Because that's what everybody's doing now. Frampton's doing it. Clapton's doing it. I just like... Okay, I'm country now. It's it's so weird. I don't understand it. Kenny Rogers and, and the first edition. Ugh. Would make sense there'd have to be a first edition. So, like, what was the third edition? Like, what songs was he singing in the third edition? I, I don't know. But eventually, the whole thing was replaced with the new edition. <laughs> so, we made it. We did pretty good before we started. Googling things. I hear you typing. Yeah, I'm typing. I gotta type everything. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Do you want to talk about Busby Berkeley at all? Because, fuck, man. Yeah, well, we talked, you know, mentioning all the work that went into this. I mean, they had to do, even forget, like, the optical effects, but just, like, the choreography and the costumes for this. What do you mean, optical effects? I guess I really just mean visual effects. I don't know if... Like what? Well, the uh, the shoe rack that stretches off into the moon. Okay. The okay. fact that the dude comes out of a tiny little crevice that's actually a giant gaping maw once you get a sense of scale. And I'm sorry, that fucking shadow is somebody else's shadow. They do not sync up. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. I mean, I am right about it. They I'll did a pretty good job. Yeah. They did a pretty good job, but that is not just a shadow of the dude. You know, it's like trying to match his movements. But I don't want to harp on it too much because they did a good job, and I don't want to tear it down. So, fine. You're yawning? You're yawning already? That what was a little yawn. We got here? A little yawn there. 
Listen, I already said I would move on from the shadow thing. We talked about that last time, so I can move on. So, so visual effects, yes, that's one. And then the giant shoe rack, they do a tilt up, and then they also do a tilt down. Right. And there Saddam is. Yes, Saddam, played by uh, Jerry Haleva. How do you spell that? H-A-L-E-V-A. Although apparently in some movies it did as, well, instead of a V, there's an R. Hilera. Hmm. Fascinating. He's a film actor. Oh. Hmm. That only plays former Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein. Well, he's been a bit typecast, hasn't he? Yep. We should mention that there's a verbal sparing that goes on in this movie, but this is this the first instance of a visual sparing? You know, this is the right. guy that gives the dude his shoes if he forgets his shoes. Like, he's the guy that, you know, tends to the front desk of the bowling alley, the Hollywood star lanes, where... He and Walter and Donnie bowl. So he knows this guy, and now he's entered his dreams. Well, now he's Saddam Hussein, who has also been mentioned right. several times right. in the film. Right. I mean, yeah, so I think with the, well, this multiple dream... Multiple overlapses. Yeah. Overlapses? I feel like there are there is visual sparring happening, even aware of, that it would take the second time through to really notice completely. I know it's. Just, I just I, have a feeling, just because we've already noticed. I mean, I know we noticed, uh, and that's not in this minute, but it comes up, right? The giant scissors and the red jumpsuits and everything else, like that, comes from Maude's apartment, right? But where, uh, yeah. So some of these things, I feel like this shoe rack that stretches up to the moon. I don't know why. I feel like it's a visual reference to something, or at least to something. Even if it's not directly a reference, like there's something else. No, maybe it's just also from like Busby Berkeley or something, right? But I feel like that is a reference to some other kind of Hollywood thing. I know what you mean. I know, but I don't know what it is. I just feel like it must be. You know, it's it's maybe like some kind of Fred Astaire, like dancing thing where they come down out of the, you know, out of the, down this infinite staircase. I think there may have been something like that. So oh is my this, God. so is this CGI? Yes. Wait, which part? The, um, the shoe rack. Yes. Oh, yes. There's, there's like... The first, like, 10 to 20 racks are practicals, and then after that, it's CGI. Is it, it's CGI? It's not just some kind of weird optical thing? No, it's CGI. CGI. Just is. And you know what? It's like, <clears throat> it's right when Kenny is saying, like, eight miles high, you know, it's right. you're looking up there, and it's going into infinity, and you're confused about what yeah. the fuck is going on. Well, what about the shot where, so the next shot, the dude is coming down the steps, and he's doing his dance down the steps, but again, the steps, is revealed, they stretch on to infinity behind him also. 
They do, but there's lights that are illuminating on either side of him as he steps down. Yes. So it's like it's regrounding him. He's starting to come back to reality. Maybe. That's the symbol. I'm just saying optically, well, though, right? Is Again, are those steps, is that just a something on the set, some sort of painting to give this illusion that it goes on forever? Especially because this and the same with the bowling alley, it's not, it does this weird thing where it kind of goes up to a point and then like goes at a different angle more steeply into infinity. Right. No, I know what you mean. Um, damn it. I don't have a good answer for that. And as you look at this also, it does some really, because I'm paused on it right now, because it, it has the whole black and white yeah. checkeredness. But if you look at it, if you really look at it, it starts to do some funky things. Like it kind of almost looks like, doesn't look like steps anymore. It looks like kind of like lines coming in sideways diagonally down toward the dude. But then everything on the right side of the dude just looks like this jaggy, like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Somehow his body breaks the pattern and your perception changes of what it looks like. Does it look white and gold? No, it's totally blue and black. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Just, Give me 30 seconds on that. All right, I'll do that. It's fascinating. I'm not immune it to it. It is fascinating. Yeah. Was it what did you see? I so okay, so I saw white and gold repeatedly. Okay. Um my wife saw white and gold. So when we first saw that dress like, you know, it was like late at I night. I can't believe we're talking about this, but it must be talked about I because it it's visuals, be. you know? It's it's like how the eye perceives things and how the brain interprets it. You yeah. must talk about it. Right. It was white and gold, and I saw the, the you know, the references to it on Twitter, and I, and I was all blowing up, and I'm like, is this even for real? Like, is this just mm-hmm. some joke that I don't get? Right. Is it like some internet prank where a bunch of people like Reddit or 4chan or something were like, okay, we're going to tell everyone it's blue and black and try to screw with people's heads? Like, I I didn't even understand it at first. I was like, what is, what's even going on? That's right. And I showed it to my wife and she's like, who you may remember is Christine the Playbill. (laughs) Oh, she was on this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was on this. Back when I was like still in the single digits. Of episodes. Jesus, that's terrible. I b- bet she regrets that. <laughs> but uh, she, well, we had a, uh, but yeah, so I showed her hair. She, she's like, it's white know, and gold. She's legitimate now. Like, that's, she's got to, we got to help her erase that from her history. But yeah, yeah, white and gold, of course. White and gold. So yeah. It's white and gold. It's only white and gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking up and I'm like, I guess some people see it as blue and black. I just don't understand. Whatever. Now, how we did you know a that? Little, like, what's going on? I don't understand. Is it a joke? This whole thing. In the morning, she wakes Why did up. You, wait, 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 wait. Why did you say that? Like, some people say it as blue and black. Why did you say that? You you knew that? Like, you read comments or some yeah, shit? Or you yeah, saw I different... read that, that some people apparently see it as blue and black. Oh, okay. And you were and like. Were showing, like, oh, here's the online poll. 26% say it's blue and black. And you were like, 
what the fuck is your problem? Like, right, what exactly. are you talking like, about? Okay. What, how, what's really going on? And I was like, well, is it like because it looks different on different people's screens? Right, are right. You never know. Are versions right. of it? Is it? Yeah, is it some weird right. type of like the way the JPEG worked? Certain right. screens are going to make it or, a different color? Like, I didn't know what was going a, on. Is it a JPEG or maybe a GIF? You know, you don't know if it's a GIF, Brad. Could be a GIF or a GIF. You don't know. You never know. You never, never know. So, but the next morning, mm-hmm. Christine wakes up and she comes running to me and she's like, what color is it? She has it on her iPhone again because someone, you know, overnight posted it on Facebook. It's still blowing up. And she's like, what, what is this? And I'm like, it's blue. Or I'm like, it's white and gold. It looks exactly like it did last night to me. When we were oh looking God. at it on my computer, same thing. Like, and it did. And she's like, it looks completely black and blue to me. Oh, my God. It looks completely black and blue to me now. And I'm like, what? It's white, it's just, it's, it's white and gold. It's not even close to that. Oh she's like, God. no, black and it's black and it's, it's, it's black. It's black and blue now. And you were literally looking at the same, same image at she, the same time. She was looking at same time, same image. Yeah. Look at this. I'm looking at it. You look at it. I'm looking at it. Right here it is. And yeah. you were seeing two different things. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh man. And then did you come around? I've never seen it as black and blue. Are you serious? I'm serious. You so you've seen it that way? I have. I have. Have you so but you've seen it both ways? Yes. Do yes. you primarily see it one way versus another? Now I can only see it as black and blue. And that's very frustrating to me because I wasn't really privy to the whole like meme that was going on or whatever. I was just like pew, 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 scrolling through my Twitter feed. It's like, oh look at the dress. Okay, white and gold. Uh, what color is this dress? White. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Boom, boom, boom. Kept scrolling, 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 scrolling. Didn't give a shit. You know, just kept going. And then, you know, I just went to bed next morning. It's like scroll, scroll, scroll. What color is this dress? Well, it's deep black and blue. Wait a minute. Is there a thing going on here? This dress thing, well, people are fucking with us, obviously, you know? Right. They replaced the image overnight. Right. They replaced all the images on all the servers. Well, it wasn't all the images on all the servers. It was all. It's like, oh, you're fucking with me. Oh, here's the same dress. Well, it's not the same dress because last night it was white and gold. And now you're saying like, oh, what color is this dress? It's black and blue. My wife, you might know her as Leslie. Yes. We both saw it as white and gold. Okay, whatever, you know, keep moving on, move on, move on. Oh, we see it again. She still saw it as white and gold. But then people were saying like, oh, but it's black and blue too. Whatever, it's white and gold. Woke up the next morning. Looked at it, saw black and blue, scrolled through her timeline a little bit more. Oh, oh, it's white and gold. And then stared at that image. And the image before her eyes changed from white and gold to black and blue. Like, 
You know it's black and blue. Now it's black and blue. Just staring at the same image. That's, that's the sound it made. Whoa. That's it's in front weird. of her, just right, uh, like watching the same. Just whoop. But it's the same thing as the moon illusion, Brad. Maybe, not maybe. Well, like you're interpreting data, you know, and your job of interpreting the data. Like, what do we see? What are we looking at? Interpret it. Da, 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 da. But they're like, you know, they take little shortcuts, Brad. They take shortcuts sometimes. You know, if they're in a certain situation, is it bright sun? Is it the middle of the night? Like, they'll take little shortcuts and they'll say, here's what's going on. Bam! Just like, right, shove it into right. your brain, right? Well, I so, think, yeah, I mean, well, and it's, it's true. Um, Try it's trying to create a picture of reality based on so something far away on the horizon, your brain is gonna say that's like much so something right. out there on the horizon like a low moon, it's gonna say that's giant. It's humongous. Look how big that is. Right. Whereas something directly overhead is like, well, that's only that's not that far away. Like how how far away are things that are overhead? Not that far away. Like you can see things out like on a plane like for miles, right? See a giant mountain. Miles. Overhead. Miles and, do you see miles birds O'Keefe. fly overhead, right? Miles and miles, O'Keefe. <laughs> but uh but it's no, the same seriously, thing with this though, dress. No, come on. Let's before we get back to the dress, like have you ever seen a moon that looked r- ridiculously large? Yes. Well, I hate do this to you because it like eliminated some of the magic from life for me, but that's a psychological effect. You're it's just a trick that your brain is playing. No, exactly. On you. Exactly. No, no. So you can eliminate that if you hold your hand out, extend your hand towards the moon and hold your pinky straight up in the air. And look at your pinky nail and put your pinky nail next to the moon and the moon will magically and almost horrifyingly shrink to the size of about your pinky nail. Right. You can, in essence, it looks giant, but then your pinky nail can just cover it up. No, you put it next to it. You don't even cover it up. You put it next to it and the moon like magically shrinks. Right. You realize it's not that big. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. I've heard that... You know, the moon can look huge. You see it huge. But if you attempt to take a... Oh, my God, I got a huge moon. I'm going to get a picture. Some size. But in the pictures, it's just a tiny little right. moon. You're like, what the fuck? Tiny it's little a giant moon. moon. Right. Yeah. Because it's just your brain saying like, that moon right. is big. It doesn't actually it, look big. It's your brain trying to say that moon is huge. Right. Look at how big it is, like, compared to that mountain that it's next to. It's fucking psychological. There doesn't even have to be a mountain. It can just be over the horizon. Like right. you, can, you can do it like over the ocean. You know where there's no frame of reference, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it looks hum fucking mungus. Right. And it's like, wait, you know what? And once you know that that's not actually true, and you extend your pinky nail out there and put it next to it, it just magically shrinks, mm-hmm. which you know is like killing some of the magic of life and i hate 
the moment that I found out about that because now a little bit of life is like dead now. Well, that I really brought that down. I'm sorry, but yeah, you did. Wait, 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 uh, uh, wait to be a joy killer, man. Sorry, um, shit. But it's a similar effect to the dude's steps here. Yeah, it is. Except they go on know, to infinity. We get to have fun watching this. All right, let's talk about that instead. <clears throat> well, so when I was in House on the Rock, they had an an infinity room. When you said House on the Rock just then, what did you mean? So House on the Rock is a tourist is this in New attraction England? in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a household name in the Midwest, I'm told. But out here where we are, like we, no one's heard of it. But it's. I'm gonna be here listening to you. Please continue. I'm pretty sure we. Oh boy! It's it's. Oh boy! <laughs> it's just a giant, oh a giant. <laughs> it's like just an an insane man collected stuff. It's like going inside an insane man's brain. We could do an entire episode on this place. It deeply affected me. <laughs> I think we did talk about this, but I we we didn't get too deep into it. not deep enough. Yes. Keep going. Well, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep again, please or not going deep with David Brad Reese. Okay. So this guy, some guy, he built a a house like into a rock on the top of this mountain. Okay. It's already taxing me, but go ahead. Continue. And it was this weird little, you know, avant-garde little place. It was like his weird little artist retreat or something that he built. And then um, it was so curious, like people would want to come see it. So he would take people, oh, come look at this, you know, house I built into the rock. And then um, at some point, I guess he got the idea to charge admission to it. And then he just kept adding to it more and more things. And now it takes, so it's a, I'll call it a quote unquote house. It's not really a house anymore. It's more like some, I don't know, museum art installation thing that takes you an entire day to go through. Um, it's, and as you go more and more, it becomes more and more insane. Like there are countless amount like like you could just just walk straight through this thing and you're just walking through more and more insanity. It's like, oh, here is a you know symphony orchestra that just plays itself like 20 of those each playing a different song through a weird windy staircase. Then it opens up into a giant chamber where there is like a giant squid and the whale-esque type sculpture that you have to like walk on a spiral staircase around to the top of it. And then from there, you go into a place where it has a merry-go-round that has like 10 um, like horses on it except none of them are horses it has this little poem about how oh not a single horse here or something because it's all weird creatures like um weird like mermaids and 
centaur women and everything on this merry-go-round that has on it. And, but and that's just a little sampling. Imagine just having, the, and you could just keep walking. You don't even have to like stop and linger. Just go for hours and hours walking past all this stuff, and you go deeper and deeper into insanity. Oh, here's the room where everything's super tiny, and there's like super tiny things filled in that are so small you can barely even see what they are. Then you go into the next room, and everything is giant. Here are like. You know, people and statues. And again, the aforementioned symphony orchestra, except now everything is like three stories high. And it really actually gets to you. Because I remember I got to you that don't point. Say. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember finally I was in here for like, it, it, was, it was close to, I was like three quarters of the way through. I was in there for maybe about like four hours. And I go you into the in next for, room. You were in there for four hours. I was in there for, for probably five when it was all said and done. Because, like, how often am I going to be in Wisconsin? I wanted to see the whole thing. And I actually really dug it. I thought it was flipping awesome. But it was like going into... Ins- it was a trip into insanity like no other. And I remember it really hit me. You were hurtling this room. toward the abyss. Exactly. I walked into this room and it was like each room kind of had like a name. Like I walked into this room it was like the circus room, I think. And again, it had everything tiny, this tiny little circus on this table, except you. So you're looking at everything tiny. And then, though, toward the end of the table, again, everything got giant, like these giant people, except they weren't just giant people. They were like. Maybe regular sized people, except all the legs were like 12 feet long and it stretched up to the sky and it was weird. And then as I looked up again, there was all of these animatronic mannequins on the ceiling, like looking down at you, all making sounds. Why are you doing this to me at that point? Why are you doing like, this to okay, me? Okay, I can't. I may not be able to go anymore. They finally got to me. I'm starting to break. I'm starting I'm, to crack. I'm going to take my headphones off and stop this now. Because I, why are you doing this? I feel like you're making a joke out of me right well, now. Well, you you asked, but that was it. That's what House of the Rock is. And one of the rooms is an infinity room, and it kind of reminds me of these steps. The way, again, it's like an optical illusion, but it makes you seem like you go out forever. That was the whole point. House on the Rock, though, yes, could do an entire episode on that one time. Um, I could prepare for it. I have I have a ton of pictures, lots of notes I took about the experience. I'd have to dig those up. No, thank you. If you ever no, want to go you. on a road trip to Wisconsin, I think it would be pretty cool. We should go sometime. Okay, that sounds like fun. Uh, fuck. Uh, Jesus. Um, <clears throat> you really know how to, like, get in there, don't you? I'm just, I'm just reporting what I saw. Yeah, you're reporting what you saw. Okay. I understand. Especially the long limbs. Oh, I just, I don't, I'm supposed to have a podcast now? We're supposed to talk well, about shit. If Jesus Christ, man! What, what did some you do? Of it looked like I just skyped you an image. 
I'm not clicking on that. I can't do it. Maybe after we're done. I'm going to go put that into the show notes, though, so the audience can see what I'm... This is a picture I actually took. Um... Here, let's oh, talk about uh, has. Here, um, here's how I'm going to do like um, I have a little segue here. Oh, you took pictures. Oh, you're taking different pictures now. Don't you have a different thing to take pictures with now? I saw the. I, I, well, I do indeed. If you follow okay, me on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do. Let's at talk Brad about that K now. On Twitter. Brad K. K. The letter K. K. Brad K. Is it idolized? Was, uh, Twitter handles are not case sensitive, so are you sure? I just had a case sensitive issue surface. Oh, really? Yes. Weird. I'm like, no, it's your username. Doesn't matter. No. In what context? Uh, I can't remember, but I was like, no, you're full of shit. Like your username doesn't matter. It's not case sensitive. Apparently case sensitive. Why do you think so? I just did it. I just tested. I'm able to get to my stand by. Stand by. I'm going to capitalize it. Listen, stand by because there's a person of interest in the home. Just I'll be back in 30 seconds. I'll be right back. All right. Listen, you you did the whole like long legged weird shit to me. I'm gonna be back in a little bit. Just give me thirty seconds. You're gonna have to fill time. I'll stretch I'll, it out. I can do that. I'll stretch it out. I could continue talking perhaps about the uh the camera that I have to take pictures that Adam mentioned, which is a gigantic flipping camera. It is a medium format range finder. And um, it's bigger than my head. And I have a giant head because I'm six feet, eight inches tall and a uh, somewhat um, husky individual, perhaps meaty individual. I don't know. So this this uh, it's pretty big, but it's kind of maybe appropriate for me and my size. But I haven't had a chance to use it yet because I don't have any medium format film lying around. And I'm still waiting for that to arrive. The camera got here before the film, so haven't been able to do much with it yet, which is kind of a bummer because I like it. But uh, yeah, House on the Rock, you want to check that out for sure. I'm going to put the pictures in here. It's of the the carousel. So in the carousel room that I mentioned with all the carousel and the the various uh, creatures and everything. Also in the ceiling there, there are... I don't know, hundreds of mannequins, female mannequins that are either naked. And for some reason, they're naked and they have nipples, nipples painted onto them. Um, Or some of them have might have like a sash or something, but otherwise be naked. But they also all have wings and some of them have like simple little wings. Some have big, elaborate wings, but they're all hanging from the ceiling. So this is actually a shot from up high in that room. And you can see all of the angels and then the carousel down below. And I think it's the closest I could get. And it doesn't fully capture it, not by a long shot, but it's the closest I could get to kind of capturing the um, the 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 insanity that was that I, place. Kn- I know the picture you're talking about, but let me just tell you that I will never fully explore these images because fuck, man, this is horrible. This Do you is remember the one that- of the clown with the tiny hands? No, I don't remember that, but thank you. 
Thanks, just man. picture a clown with tiny hands. You know what? It's like, don't think of an elephant. So, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks the for uh, that, Brad. The um, uh, the thing that's interesting about this place is it's huge. I mean, huge in the sense of it's hugely popular. People, huge tourist attraction. I don't know. It's like it's like land of Wisconsin. You know what? You're really killing me tonight. You're really killing me. It was me. just crawling with people. And there's no air conditioning, mind you. That also might have to do with the mental state. It's just a punishing, punishing experience, but in the very best way. In the very best way. I cannot recommend it enough. When are we going? Um, let me know when. Let's go this summer. Let's do it. Let's do it, please, because I need to, like exercise these demons and I'm not going to be able to do that unless I confront them face to face, Brad. Yes. Like, and you know, man. once you go there, you're going to see it. And yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's just fine, a place. I guess. I don't like things with long legs. I don't like any sort of like anthropomorphized shit. I, I just, it really does me wrong and it seems like there's a lot of that there. I don't like that. Like, so you don't, do you like, are you okay with mannequins? Shut up! <laughs> like, if you... <laughs> Why would I be okay with mannequins? <laughs> what well, the fuck did I just say? only literally 700,000 mannequins in this house. So... Poop deck, 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 poop deck. Next time on... Get it all!